Hello, I'm Matthias Spiegel. And I'm Ronald Donaldson. And welcome to a captively bred episode of... But That's a Different Story. Where we bring you stories so cagey, you'd think Francis Ford Coppola's actor-nephew, Marvel's hero for hire, Carl Lucas, and a modern classical composer were battling it out behind the bars on a classic episode of Sunday Night Smackdown. Speaking of the performing arts, I learned you recently made some art of your own. Is my mother still sending you paper clippings of all my accomplishments? Yes. I was excited because I haven't gotten one since your head got stuck between the staircase banisters while visiting the set of Family Matters in the 90s, and they had to shut down production for a whole week. But I was happy to read that you created an art installation made entirely of paper clips. Everyone needs a hobby. And I was getting tired of my Bobby hobby. Or making statues of famous Bobbies out of Bobby pins. I love the one of Bobby Moynihan crying. Ah yes, Sobby Bobby. A sequel to my statue of Bobby Moynihan eating a spaghetti and marinara, Slobby Bobby. But I grew tired of those, Ronald. And now I've moved on to paperclips. Why paperclips? My dear papa used to make his own little art out of them. I guess you're a clip off the old block. But your new art isn't statues. No, they're paperclip curtains, like Christo's flowing fabrics. I make chains and chains of paperclips and drape them over the tree branches in Central Park. There have been reports of squirrels swinging on them, Tarzan style. Apparently one of the macaws from Central Park Zoo got loose and started swinging on my curly curtains. And monkey see, squirrely do. Speaking of zoos, and of seeing them, let's get to today's story which we're calling Free to be Zoo and Me. Kansas City, Kansas, and hard-pressed for cash. Luckily, I just secured a job as a junior snoop, or snoopino, from my new benefactor, one Carlisle Mangelis. Mr. Mangelis was a local candy magnate and national drug kingpin, and he ran the city with a sticky, sweaty fist. As a snoopino, I had to walk the streets to get the latest intel on Mr. Mangelis's business rivals. Like the rest of his snoopinos, I wore the customary five-inch heel shoes as I strutted around town, which made for better tiptoe snooping, of course. I figured a good way to impress Mr. Mangelis was to snoop out the scoop on the next sweet shipment. Surely, if I could find out when it was coming in, Mr. Mangelis's enemies could too. And if I found out first, I could tell Mr. Mangelis so he could change the shipment's arrival. Proud of my perfectly sound logic, I strutted to the train depot, which is where Mr. Mangelis's shipments arrived from out of town. As I practiced my, dare I say, fierce catwalk on the platforms, I overheard some rail workers. I thought I was being catcalled, but all they could talk about was working all the live long day. Defeated, I sadly sashayed to the platform bench to sulk when, to my surprise, a train started rolling in. But it wasn't just any train, it was a train of animal crackers. The train was decked out just like the cookies packaging with the sides of the cars painted to look like circus animals in cages. A train full of cookies would surely disrupt Carlisle's candy trade, and these confections couldn't coexist as copacetic cousins in the cozy city confines. But the train wasn't stopping, and I knew I had to find out how these cookies were getting past Mr. Mangelis's well-bribed officials. I hopped aboard the train, only to find out it wasn't a cookie train at all, but a real, live circus train with real, live animals. I quickly jumped into a large cage with some flamingos. They were impressed with my high-heeled strut and they flocked to me. I decided to lay low with the goes until I could see where this train was headed. 
I wasn't very good at snooping anyway, and I was trying to make my way back east, which seemed to be the direction the train was headed in. I nestled in with my pink pals, fluffing one up as a pillow, and preparing for a long ride. But five minutes later, the train stopped. We were in Kansas City, Missouri, just across the river. After a while, the train car door opened and a forklift carried the cage with me and the flamingos onto a truck. We drove a ways, but I was still hidden by my carnation-colored comrades. Eventually, the cage was deposited on the ground, and a man opened the door to inspect the flamingos. Intrigued by this turn of events, I turned on my recorder to learn more. Hello sir, I'm a reporter for But That's a Different oh my Story. goodness. What is... This is a man in my flamingo cage. Be you, man or beast. I... I see quite pink. You match the colors of my flamingos quite well. I can't tell if it's some kind of allergic reaction or if you've been with the flamingos so long you've started to adapt the characteristics. Or think... perhaps you just eat so much shrimp. <laughs> That's what happens with flamingos, you know. <laughs> Oh, well, I think it's a combination of all of the above. Really? Plus maybe a few more things. Oh. Oh, you see, yes. Uh, well, I'm first of all, I'm embarrassed, mm. I should say. So I'm, Does that add to the pink color? It certainly does. Okay. My cheeks are flush. Mm. Blood rushing quite to all the capillaries, making your face quite red and pink. Yes. Like a sort of sausage. Oh. Speaking of more food. <laughs> more food? Well, the shrimp, shrimp sausage. Shrimp, shrimp sausage. Why is it quite a, a delicacy in the American South? Oh, right here in Missouri, in fact. Yes, I would love to try some. Mm. Now that I'm here, I traveled a far distance uh, from another state, in fact. Wow, from where do you come, good sir? Oh, originally, why? That's a story long told by me another time, perhaps. But well, I've got a fresh martini and nothing but time on my hands. Let's hear it. Well, originally, I suppose, I come from New York City. I'm sorry. I'm so bored already. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, geez. I, well, okay, I'll speed it up, I guess. Um, I was coming from Kansas City, the other side of the river. Kansas City, Kansas. Oh, yeah. Do you oh, know I can't stand the place. Smells of rotten trash and dead bugs. Oh, no. <laughs> Stink bugs, perhaps. Oh, I wish. No. It is stinkier than a stink bug. They call them the skunk bug. The skunk bug? Yes, some kind of bastardization of man and beast. <laughs> and bug. <laughs> uh, b bugs aren't beasts? Bugs are a type of beast, but on the smaller scale. A little creepier. Yes, I would, I would agree with Tiny that. Tiny beasts. Tiny beasts and creepy beasts. Creepy beasts. Yes. Quite tiny, creepy little pests. Oh, yes. No bugs. Uh, luckily, all the flamingos I was with ate the bugs in the cage. Delicious. Great nutritional snack for a flamingo, any kind of bird, bat, or little boy if he wants to <laughs> experiment a little with adventurous foods. Mud pies. <laughs> yes. Pop rocks. Ah, don't. Not with soda. Such. I hope. Not with the Coca-Cola. Oh, dear. That's that's a dangerous experiment. They say stage. expand your mind. I say expand your stomach. Oh, no. Not too much, I hope. Yes. Well, speaking of expanding, I would like to, well, I guess extend more my hand and my name to you, good sir. 
Uh, you see, I have been on a journey, but I'm a reporter at large, as it were. My name is Ronald Donaldson. I'm Ronald a- Donaldson. Pleasure to meet you. I'd shake your hand, but you stink something fierce. I'm afraid I would get infected with whatever is causing your pinkness. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, that, that is causing me to blush even further. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> Quite all right. Body odor is something that happens to some of us. Uh, but not everybody? I'm sure there are some that do not. Oh, I thought you were excluding yourself. Uh, are you saying you have no smell? I can smell just fine. I can smell you from ten feet away. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I walked right into that one. But, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, what was your name? <laughs> My name is uh, Ronald Donaldson. Ronald Donaldson. Reporter for... But that's a different story. Well, is that kind of some kind of New York City publication? In a sense, yes. We're a podcast. In a sense. It, <laughs> what are you innocent of? Um, every... I find that most men are not innocent of much. No. Wait, uh, you think we're... They'd store a deep, dark secret in most of their soul. Lest the part they speak open to the world and they show with the bright, shining lights of a thousand stars. Wow. That's so profound, so deep. Thank you. It's like you're looking deep into my soul. It's from my third book of poetry. A book of poetry, you say? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, this is curious indeed. Uh, Here I am among birds of a feather. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not sure where I am exactly, other than I believe Kansas City, Kansas, uh, sorry, Missouri. Missouri. Uh, And I meet you. Have I gotten your name? No, you have not. You might get it from my third book of poetry, <laughs> Fun Facts and Animal Fun. <laughs> wow. <laughs> to, to, double the fun. Yes, by Richard Dubois. No, that's you. That's my name is Richard Dubois. Friends call me Dickie. Wow. I, gosh, oh, I don't want to be presumptuous, so I'll call you uh, Dick Dubois. Somewhere in the middle, I guess. Yeah, that's where I'm, I hope to make it to Dickie. You usually consider someone you've just met within the first five minutes a friend, or close enough to get them on a nickname. Yes, I do. Okay. Without them extending that nickname to you. No, I like to sort of make up an alternate nickname that they have not thought of, Mm. to sort of say, we're on a different level. And you go with Dick. (laughs) Not Rick. Oh, yeah. Dick is quite the presumption on your behalf. Wow, I, I suppose it is. You really have a way of uh, cutting to the quick. Yes, I do. A man like me has to. Has to think fast on his feet. Ah, as opposed to lying down. Mm-hmm. Which is how I like to think, often. But like a type of seal, sea lion, or other legless mammal. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> uh, especially of the aquatic variety. Mm-hmm. Typically don't need legs. Unless you call the back fin a leg. No, I do not. <laughs> okay, there you go. You seem to know a lot about beasts. Yes. Well, you find yourself here in Dickie Dubois Zoo Emporium, a glass menagerie with metal bars. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Many elements going on here. A glass menagerie. Now, if I know my Tennessee Williams, I would say alcohol is involved, but I would also say that... Uh, Maybe that means literal glass animals? No, my menagerie is that of real beasts. Flamingos. <laughs> yes. uh, 
Polar bears. Wow. No insects. Keep the place bug-free except for the food of the falcons. Okay. Just the falcons. They don't really like the bugs. They prefer another type of mammal, small rodents of sorts. Ah, yes. But we have them on a diet. Frankfurt is his name. Frankfurt, is he a fat falcon? He is a little bit of a fat falcon. We need to get him some lean protein of the beetle variety. Ooh, beetles. Have to work to crack those shells. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, yes. At Dickie Dubois Zoo Emporium Glass Menagerie Steel Bard Emporium. <laughs> uh, you can find all kinds of animals. You are in my shipment of flamingos. I, okay. Now it's all starting to come together. So you ordered a shipment of flamingos for your glass menagerie steel bars. Uh, sorry, quick aside. Do you serve alcohol here? Is that the Tennessee William? Do you have steel bars? Steel bars are the bars of the cages of the animal. The wet bars are where you get the martinis. <laughs> okay. You'll find the several stations along the way, the paths. <laughs> <laughs> several wet bars just set up. Yes. As you wander around the zoo. Of course. Well, that's very convenient. It's very helpful for visitors. I must say, they are cash bars, though. Oh. Wet bars, but cash. Wet. Okay. But no, we do not accept wet cash. <laughs> oh. No boob dollars. No. No sock. Sacagaweas. Uh, no cents. <laughs> yeah. No boob dollars, no sack cents. No, oh, definitely no sack cents. <laughs> Uh, talking about stinky, <laughs> dirty money. Mm-hmm. Wow, uh, so you have a whole operation here. Yes, I've got animals from across the globe. You mentioned polar bears, mm-hmm. which I believe typically live in polar environments. Yes, we've got state-of-the-art air conditioning temperate units. Oh, units, uh, like houses. Or yes, condominiums in- for the bears. <laughs> Really? The little couches, exercise wheels. No one knows this because they have tried it before, but polar bears love exercise wheels. Nothing more than a glorified giant hamster. These polar bears are, yes. you say? All polar bears, in fact. Really? Mm-hmm. They so Give, if give they... a hamster an extra 700 pounds, <laughs> and you've got a polar bear, baby. You don't know what they're capable of at a greater size. The hamsters? Yes. Oh, they could be ferocious man-eaters, but because they exercise so much that they are kept docile. Yeah, they're so sleepy all the time. Yes. <laughs> Give a polar bear an exercise wheel. He's friendly as a butterfly. Really? Yeah. So do your polar bears, do they sort of burrow into wood chips, like in little round puffballs? No, they burrow into snow. Ah. Oh, yes, in your temperature-controlled mm-hmm. condominium units. Yes. Are these split-level, ranch-style, what are we talking? Railroad. Railroad? Yes. I was and just, yes, oh. they have HBO. <laughs> okay. It comes with the unit. Wow. Oh, this sounds wonderful. Mm-hmm. Not dissimilar, or I think I'm trying to say very unlike, so I suppose very dissimilar <laughs> to Lost. The TV a polar show. bear on an island. Yes, uh, a jungle island. Tropical. A tropical island with a sandy beach and a lot of mysteries. 
A great fat wad of mysteries. I thought I misheard, but I'm glad I heard correctly. <laughs> we measure things by wad here. Ah, like the cash from boobs or socks. Or yes. Something. Loogies. <laughs> Spit wads. <laughs> See. Uh, you seem to have a wad of animals then. Oh, yes, quite, like I said, from all over this green and blue earth. Oh, yes. Sometimes brown. Sometimes brown. Brown earth or animals? Sand. Sand, yes. Sand. Beaches, desert, Sahara, Nevada. Ooh, I want to take you. <laughs> you have animals from all of these places. Yes. Can you name a few? We have. Monkeys. Brown. Yes. Uh, some are white. Oh? For we have macaws from the top tip of China that will knock your socks off. Oh, steal my money. Quite literally. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes. They, I, see, I can see them being white. We have Bengali tigers straight from... Bengal? <laughs> Bengal? Uh, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. Wherever I get these beautiful bracelets... Ah. That's all I remember. There's a Bengali tiger, and I said, hmm, what are these bracelets you have? And I got a couple of them, and I went, and I got a tiger. From the same people who gave you the tiger, or who you got the tiger from, you also got bracelets from. Yes. I had to walk a very specific way to get there, though, like some kind of Egyptian. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Huh. It's a very specific walk. Mm Mm-hmm. Very popular in the 80s, I believe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you got it. You you have a tiger here. Yes, we do. Uh, one tiger or many? Just one at the moment. Okay. Most of our animals, we just have one at the moment. Mm. <laughs> just one? <laughs> yes. Okay, well, I mean, I guess, you know, you come to see animals and you, you don't need to see There's a whole... There's a- multiple animals, don't get me wrong. Just one of each. Ah. Kind of like a half note. <laughs> a note. Or it's exactly just a no or an ah. Uh, ah. I prefer ah because ah. that's what the customers say when they come in and feast their eyes at Dickie Dubois Zoo Emporium Glass Menagerie behind steel bars. Stainless steel. Ooh. Clean as a whistle. Sterilized seven times a day. Really? Is mm-hmm. this uh, for the animals' protection? For it's the- for everybody. You do not like to be sterile? Of course you do not. Look at the state of you, smelling to high heaven. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Feathers sticking out of every corner of your pockets. Yes. Were you trying to collect them? <laughs> well, I what think... did you mean? What did you think you were going to do with this amount of feathers? You seem to be hoarding in all of your pockets. Both shirt pockets full. Pants pockets bulging. Yes. <laughs> well, I think I was trying to become one of their own, uh, and perhaps maybe make a make a boa, one day. Make a boa. Yes. Is that like a baby flamingo? <laughs> I'm truly disturbed by this concept. <laughs> well, it would be nice to have sort of a keepsake, a memento, a sort of baby flamingo in the shape of feathers. But uh, I'm saying man and beast like a flamingo would create a type of snake. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh gosh, this is turning into... man mates with flamingo. Baby is a snake. Why that would I? 
That would be something else, wouldn't it? And not just any kind of steak, the snake, the kind that squeezes you bone dry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Many people don't know that happens, but when a snake squeezes you so hard, your innards come out, your skin is left <laughs> dry as the Sahara Desert. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, that's what snakes do themselves. They're a natural juice press, but for man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So if I ever want some of that sweet man juice, <laughs> I just got to get a snake. Squeeze the snake. Mm-hmm. Or if you want dry, supple skin. Okay. I mean, yes, to shed shed the skins, mm-hmm. as snakes do. Yeah. Do you have a snake here? No, we have many. Oh. One boa constrictor. <laughs> one oh. garden snake. I see. One anaconda. Ooh. One cobra. Wow. One sidewinder. Oh, tricky. And some others today, I'm sure, are there. <laughs> yes. You're sure? I only remember the ones that I catch myself. Wait a second. Now, yes, it does seem like, well, I mean, you personally acquire every single one of these animals, it seems. Does that what came across? <laughs> well, I guess, I mean, I came in a crate of... Because that's how I meant for it to come across. Oh, oh, good, good. I, in fact, do. Travel across to every... Well, the Earth doesn't have corners now, does it? Unless you subscribe to my theory of the cube Earth. The cube Earth. Earth cubed. Wow, I've heard of Cuba Gooding. This is Cuba like better. one big bouillon. <laughs> Interesting. And tasty, I would say, as well. Quite a savory snack. <laughs> you believe... Would you care for one? Uh, I would love one. Here you go. Hmm. Hmm. I'm that doing... one is beef. Oh, okay. Oh, it's a beef bouillon cube. <laughs> okay. I, I usually pop one in my martini. <laughs> some people do a cocktail olive, some a little pearl onion. Mm-hmm. I do a little beef bouillon instead of vermouth. Ah, you got for soup? For soup, <laughs> yes. Basically. Oh, wow. Uh, tasty, salty, mm-hmm. delicious. Uh, well, I've got a, I mean, so many questions I have. Uh, let's start with, I guess, the cubed earth theory. Mm-hmm. Is it more than, it's just the earth It's is not cube. that the earth itself is a cube. It's that the earth's outward is a sphere. That is unmistakably undeniable. You can see it from the far reaches of space. Uh, That's a circle if I've ever seen one. But inside that sphere uh-huh. must be a cube. Ah, so this is almost like a uh, magic eight ball theory. Yes, but the cube is bigger than that. Okay. <laughs> cube is like the earth is one cube, and then you that is the cake. And uh-huh. then the sphere is the fondant. Ah. You see what I mean? Sort of. Yes. <laughs> Well, no sense in getting into it too much. I'm just saying that below the Earth's surface is a metal cube. Oh. (laughs) Ah, okay. That's why you can only drill down so far. That, now it makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. I get it. So you travel to each of these, well, corner, I mean, not, okay. But you travel around the cube, around the globe, to acquire these animals. Yes. You yourself personally, I mean, as opposed to Me and a 
team of skilled archaeologists. <laughs> archaeologists. Yes. They... Study of ancient humans. <laughs> Not just humans, ancient artifacts all around. That's true, cultures, yes, mm-hmm. yes. But my team of anthropologists, though. <laughs> Yes. That's a different story. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I know that name. Oh, oh. yes, a little publication or whatever. <laughs> yes. Uh, so you have a whole teams, teams of teams. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we gather on Microsoft Teams. <laughs> we can't get together in person. That's very convenient. Like if you're on the other side of the globe cube, mm-hmm. you can speak with them and send them gifts and emojis. Yes. Okay. Gifts, emojis... Gifts? G- gifts? G- gifts? Gifts? Presents? Oh, well, I suppose. I don't know. Is that a new feature? <laughs> I send all of my colleagues gifts every winter. Oh, okay. Celebrate the summer solstice <laughs> being over. Uh huh. I mean, yes, you want to be so sure that it's over, you wait until. You skip right past autumn. Well, yeah, you want to be as far away from the solstice as possible. Exactly. That's when you celebrate, when you can no longer see it. It's like those uh, schadenfreude celebration videos where someone thinks they've won a race, put their arms up in celebration, and a little boy in a wheelchair runs right past them to the finish line. <laughs> yes, he gets up out of his wheelchair and runs. He was faking it the whole time. <laughs> Sounds very specific. <laughs> I'm glad you run. Or a volleyball team thinks that they've won. Just and all go into a huddle and celebrate as the ball is still in the air, but then someone saves it and knocks the other team. Oh yeah. For the win. Premature celebration. Exactly. It happens happens to me a I lot. I forget how we got there, but that's what it sounds like you're talking about. Ah uh, yeah, I am I, I am seeing a doctor for it, but uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it. it. It happens to a lot of people. Um, I forget how we got to it as well. But I guess a question is: hard-hitting journalism. I came here with many flamingos, multiple, as mm. you would say, at least to my untrained eye. Are these all different types of flamingos? Well, all s- there's many flamingos there, but only one will go into the menagerie. Oh. I see. It's like a competition of sorts, or how do you choose? Some kind of competition like that. It's something that we do behind the scenes. The front is for the customers. What happens behind closed doors is for Dickie Dubois and his team of, hmm, engineers (laughs) to know. (laughs) Engineers. You said that quite in a suspicious way. It's the title that they're given. Ah, okay. By, given by you. Oh, you can have many kinds of engineer. Civil engineer is much different than a train engineer. Is much different than a coding engineer. Wow. Why, this is very true. Yes. Uh, Seems like engineer is just a title you can put on just about anything. Yes, that is... I myself, an animal engineer. <laughs> oh, well, I suppose I'm an audio engineer. No, no, that's not true. <laughs> I cannot say that. <laughs> Uh, huh, an animal engineer. So, how do you engineer these animals? I engineer them to be publicly viewable. Now, what in your estimation, your opinion, makes them publicly viewable? They look quite good. (laughs) You do have, uh, 
I mean, you're big on appearances. You yourself. Well, we have a whole makeup team for each of our animals. They look pristine. Polar Bear's got the clown makeup on hand. <laughs> the white fur is white fur. Uh-huh. Oh, I see. Baboon's got the best <laughs> lipstick for his red ass. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we put lipstick right on the ass. Turns out to be the best coloration for it. So you're enhancing these already sort of these features that animals have, but because you want just the in the daytime for when the public they have to be camera ready for when these young children come in with their smartphones mm. click clacking away in their photo app. <laughs> yes, in their photo apps these days, so mm. many that you so you're catering to the current youth crowd. Yes, has it always been this way? Or has this been a change? Oh, no, we do youth. We do adults. We have the wet bars, you know. Oh. That's not for the kids. That's for daddy. <laughs> yes. I see. I may, may need one of those myself. Later. Oh, would you like one? Oh, sure. Here you go. Oh. Mm-hmm. Would you care for bouillon? I, I think I have to. When in <laughs> Kansas City, Missouri. Yes. Right, okay. There you go. One martini for you. Now that we're on the subject of... You know, we do, we do give all of our animals when they come in a, a nice bath. Would you care for a bath? I, you know, I was starting to get used to the smell, but now it's coming around where I'm not used to it anymore. Yes, smelling all the other animals smelling so much better than you must be so, so concerning. Yeah, I, in the distance, I do see a warthog over there in mud, and he's smelling better than me. So, yeah, it's getting me down. I would love a bath. Great. Uh, okay, well, we have one right here. This is what we use to bathe the animals in. This, oh. right? So we'll just get the little fire starter under here. Mm, okay, interesting. Oh, this is this is good. All right, now, now take, uh, <laughs> take off your clothes. I always do when asked. So. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> There's no shame in it. We bathe like the Grecians of old. <laughs> oh, uh, I mean, I notice you are pouring jugs of water over me which is yes. very considerate uh and some would think that i would get in hot water like this but no it's quite acceptable all the staff does it oh good good okay yes mandatory when you come in you take a hot bath and relax then even when you leave after hanging around with the animals all day take a hot bath get that animal gunga off of you before wow. you head home to be with the missus or mister oh, or both the- if you're a poly <laughs> That's true. Speaking of which, oh, you must see our parrot. <laughs> I would love to. Just the one. Just one. Just one. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. This is so soothing. So it's almost like you offer a spa experience. Yes. Yeah. I hope you enjoy. Now continue. Okay. I will. I will. Uh, I'm already feeling refreshed. Smelling a little better. You know, speaking of this sort of other softer side of you, you did mention earlier that you wrote three books of poetry. Yes. Or maybe more, but you had just mentioned the third book. Yes. No, my first book is Dickie Dubois Funny Poems for Funny Times. <laughs> I'm laughing already. <laughs> because it's twice the fun. Neat. <laughs> no. Uh funny poems for funny times. Yes. And those are poems that you read when you're already having a good time. They're meant to elevate like shrooms. <laughs> oh. Okay. They take whatever you know, poetry can be like a 
psychedelic experience. It takes whatever mood that you're feeling and it has the ability to amplify it. Sad? Read Dickie Dubois' sad poems for sorry suckers. <laughs> no. Is that the second book? or That's my second book, yes. Okay. Dickie Dubois' sad poems for sorry, sorry suckers. So if you're sad, this will make you sadder. Yes. But if you're happy and you read it? Oh, I don't know. I've never thought about that. Huh. I suppose it would make you sad. But not as sad as if you were already yes. sad. This has a negative effect on, on you, I guess. I see. Okay. Well, this is quite interesting. You write poetry uh, for fun, I take it. But also perhaps... Oh, purely for profit. <laughs> That's where the money is. Books of poetry. <laughs> the big sellers. Children's books of poetry. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yes. Dickie Dubois' Sad Poems for Sorry Suckers is very much a children's book. Oh, no. Okay, is one of these uh, golden books or whatever? Golden books. Yes, like the Disney books. Yes, yes. Uh, no, I did not get that licensing. Self-published, of course. Ah, of course, of course. The way to go these days, mm -hmm. where you make the big bucks. Of course, that's how you get them. Uh, poetry. What got you into Poetry. Just my life experiences traveling around the world and uh, wrestling exotic beasts into submission. Oh, oh, you wrestle them. That's uh, how I catch most of them. Barehanded, I go on safari. Wow. Just you and your team of expert <laughs> hunters <laughs> and professional wrestlers. Okay. You've They're got... there to spot me in case I get into a spot of trouble, but I never have. I'm paying them for nothing, I am. Oh, no. But I love their company. You never tag and out. And I never drop the kayfabe either. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. Uh, do you ever do a heel turn? No, I've always been a great man. Okay. Always root for me. Okay. Good to know. Uh, has anyone ever bonked you over the head with a folding chair? One of my pro wrestler friends that I pay to come on safari with me? No. <laughs> I suppose they'd get fired if they did something like that. Would you bunk your boss on the head with a microphone? Oh, sometimes I would love to. Although, but if you did. Oh, if I did, it could spell the end of poor Ronald. Mm. So, good point. I would not do that. Wow. Uh, so you wrestle animals and you bring them back. Oh, all kinds of wrestling. We do sumo. We do MMA. We do Grecian, as I mentioned with the bat. Yes. Oh, I love the Grecian people. <laughs> the ancient, current, future. And past. Okay. Um, so all, you really love those Grecos. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the Romans, they'll get in there too. Yeah. Oh, yes. I, if I see an elephant, I get oiled up, take off my clothes, <laughs> grab onto that trunk. And try to pin it into submission. Oh. You ever, uh, you know, go to a... Got my dick stuck in the trunk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> greatest feeling you'll ever feel. <laughs> Purely on accident, though. That is not something we condone here at Dickie Dubois. Zoo Emporium Glass Menagerie Behind Bars. Okay. Steel bars. So everyone keep their junks out of the trunks? There's no junk in the trunk. Rule number one. But if it happens, I ain't going to stop you. <laughs> or the elephant? Or the elephant. Okay. You have 
One elephant here, I take it? Yes, one elephant. Harold. Harold, the mm-hmm. elephant? Yes. He was a child elephant when I wrestled him to the ground. Uh-huh. That's how I was able to get him into submission. First started with the mother. Proved to be too big for me. That's when I got my dick stuck in. <laughs> I'm not out here trying to fuck child elephants. It's not, it's not what Dickie Dubois does. You if there's you. anything you should know about Dickie Dubois, say he does not fuck child elephants. I'm glad we got that covered and out of the way. You heard it here, folks. Just Rest gets assured. his dick sometimes stuck in his mother's trunk. Now, be honest, was that sort of a power play? No, this was purely happenstance. I mean, power play. In the I sense don't know. Maybe the power play on the mom trying to get me into it. That's that's what I mean. Where you know, it was no, she tried to seduce me, and I thwarted her wily ways. Ah, uh, okay. But in a farcical turn of events, one thing led to another, and, and I stole her child. <laughs> yes. The best ending of any farce. <laughs> Well, what a story. Uh, do you have poems about that? Oh, yes. But that's in my adult poetry books. Uh, a whole separate series. Mm-hmm. Okay. That one is under Richard Dubois' Randy Times. <laughs> ah, found in the uh, erotica section? Or... Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. How exciting. And actually the cooking section, too. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Yes, I can see that. You are a man of many talents. Uh and I was going to say talons. Mm, yes. I suppose. Are you looking so. at my necklace? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'd take one claw from every animal that I subdue into submission. Oh, really? Now, as a, I don't take the entire claw, more like clip their nail. Exactly. Yes. Humanely, of course. Oh, like a manicure. Pedicure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just keep the trimmings, put them on this leather necklace. Do you, you know... You are giving me the spa treatment. Do you give animals the spa treatment as well? Yes, the animals have their own baths, very much like this one, just a little bit bigger. Of course, so they can fit. Mm-hmm. Wow. I would not dare to bathe the macaw in the same bath as Harold the Elephant. Uh, not these days, and he's a grown man. Well, Harold, Harold the Elephant. I see. Yes. So he requires his own bath. Mm-hmm. Right. No sharing. Mm-mm. Well, that would be hard. That would be a little too big. If I were a macaw... In an elephant-sized bath, I would freak out. Mm. It'd be like the ocean. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. They get seasick. <laughs> because. Yes. Uh, have you ever seen a macaw in the ocean? I don't believe I have. They get so seasick, they're just pissing and <laughs> shitting and diarrhea. Have you ever seen a macaw throw their own diarrhea shit? Uh, maybe not diarrhea shit, but other uh, hard shit. <laughs> Constipated. <laughs> Crumbly little pebbles of shit. (laughs) Not soft and malleable like a normal healthy poo. You see, macaws are terribly constipated. Very glad they have not Straining. Take a shit in their own hand. I mean, its face was almost as red as mine. Finally gets it out, tosses it like a bullet. <laughs> yeah, so glad they have not figured Takes out tools or uh, what are those things you pull back and shoot? Slingshot. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very glad. They have not. A miniature trebuchet. <laughs> I would be trembling if that were the like case. Bobby Boucher in front of his mother. 
Do you have gators? Oh, yes. We have one gator and one crocodile. Okay. Do they... Niles the crocodile Mm. and Frasier the gator. (laughs) Frasier the gator. Oh, wow. What a a nice pair. Do they get along? Oh, no. They do not. Oh, no. Almost like Niles. Oh, wait. (laughs) I get it now. (laughs) I thought it was like the river. (laughs) And it rhymed. <laughs> okay. I think this bath is, you know, making me pretty relaxed. No, you can stay in relaxed. there. Just, you really have to, to get all the soak off. I see still feathers coming out of your skin. Oh, okay. So, well, uh, I mean, it's so cozy here that I can just... Did you care for a carrot? Oh, yeah. I would love a carrot. Here you go. Oh, thank you so kindly for chopping it up mm-hmm. and letting it float here to collect some of that... You know, the juices and soften it up for me. That's great. Yes. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll let those simmer for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, what else can I ask? The great journalistic question. <laughs> what else? Well, you know. Oh, I... the brimming possibilities. What else? <laughs> well, the thing is, you're such a, a mystery almost in a way. A mystery? What have I been cagey about? Except for my cages. <laughs> Well, there you have it. I told you there's stainless steel. Stainless steel. Never been, well, never been stained. Yeah. Oh. No rust. Not a speck of rust on them. It's, that's very impressive. How did you do it? Stainless steel doesn't rust. <laughs> that wasn't your doing. No. That's you. the, all oh, the sanitization keeps it sanitized. I, I go see. at it with alcohol wipes. Okay. Oh, that's it. The, the end of the list. Mm-hmm. We have great cleaning crew. Stole them from the Hilton Hotel. <laughs> Did you wrestle the hotel manager? <laughs> yes. I walk in, say, give me your cleaning staff. He says, who the hell are you? I say, oil up, you're about to find out. <laughs> Is that when you stripped down to perhaps a Oh, I was gun? already stripped, baby. <laughs> in your tidy whities I slid right on in there. Through the front doors, <laughs> past the bellhop, who ran the little bell uh-huh. as like the wrestling bell. Mm-hmm. You slid in. <laughs> Not on. one step was taken. Got a running start through the doors. <laughs> Got right up to the manager. <laughs> Please tell me you were posing in sort of a strong man pose. Oh, absolutely. Ah, uh, hands on hips. Yes, legs akimbo, flexing. Mm-hmm. Oh, no need to flex for me. No. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yes, I can see you're you're a very toned Mm. person. Yes, I guess. I do spend a lot of time, you know, doing physical activities. I must imagine with all these, you know, cleaning and carrying the animals and wrestling them and caring for a a zoo takes a lot of work. This is a zoo, as you said. Yes. Uh, I don't know why I had to clarify that. (laughs) (laughs) Because you've said many times this is a... Zoo Emporium. Mm-hmm. Right. What is the Emporium part? Uh, a <laughs> nice name to put on the sign, stretch it out. I was given this beautiful placard uh, for the sign, the front of the zoo, but Dickie Dubois Zoo 
simply did not take up enough space. <laughs> you have to fill a placard. You do. This. You must. This is important. Yes. Yeah, so zoo emporium, glass menagerie behind steel bars. Wow. Now, do you have a favorite animal here? Hmm. Do I have a favorite animal? I guess. Hmm. Maybe the zebra. The zebra, as mm-hmm. the Brits might say. It's so hard to find. I love that optical illusion that it plays with its stripes. And I always have to say, are the stripes white and is the zebra black or is it vice versa? It's an mystery wrapped in a, mer- a, mer- a meringue pie. <laughs> ah, that is very philosophical. I mean, you're a very philosophical person, I've mm. noticed. You have a certain aura about you, a certain way of thinking that is perhaps different and unique. You see the world... In a very special way, I believe. Oh, thank you. No prescription glasses needed, but I do have contacts. Oh, you do? Just reading contacts. <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, for your poetry, you must need that. Yes, I write all my poetry by candlelight, so I must <laughs> quite strain on my eyes. Ah. Uh-huh. You read, you write by candlelight. Mm-hmm. As, you know, authors of old, poets of old used to do. Yes, I take quill from one of my ravens oh okay one of yo the ravens i keep at home oh for the quills (laughs) (laughs) just one in the zoo ah i say is it one of yours or (laughs) yes of course oh oh, okay so do you have other animals from the zoo at your house some for pets ah so there's a difference between a pet and a zoo animal of course. <laughs> well, I mean, in your case, I, I guess. Well, I don't keep zebras at my domicile. Well, that's I right. I simply don't have the space. Ah. I have a one-bedroom studio apartment. <laughs> oh. One bedroom because I converted it from a studio by putting up a sheet on the <laughs> ceiling <laughs> to partition off a corner of the room. I ah. guess more of a triangle. <laughs> oh. Sleep on a beanbag. Oh. <laughs> A big bean bag or a biggest bean bag? <laughs> okay. <laughs> that sounds pretty comfy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yes, I have my bean bag, my studio, one bedroom apartment. I have my crow area. Yes. But as you said, you don't do the zoo for money, it sounds like. No. Poetry is for the money. Poetry is for the money. But does the money go back into the zoo? Not the zoo funds itself. Luckily, oh. it's self-perpetuating. Oh wow! Enough visitors come. Yes, okay. for me to pay the staff, for me to go on my excursions. Yes, yes, I see. But you, outside of the zoo and your zoo lifestyle, you live a modest life. Yes. Well, I mean, I do travel by yacht everywhere. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this these excursions they could get quite pricey. Ah, it's. Quite expensive to get Dom Perignon kegged <laughs> and come to the water fountains on the yachts. <laughs> Just yachts. What about here? What about here at the zoo? Do How have... do I travel? By yeah. Segway, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I specifically purchased the one that the owner died on. <laughs> The creator of the Segway famously oh, yes. died on the Segway. Oh, that I did not know. That one I purchased. I... Refurbished. Oh, okay. Cleaned, sanitized mm-hmm. with the alcohol. And now right around. Okay. Oh. Uh, no. 
felt like I was going to sneeze. <laughs> Those birds are having quite a... Still permeating the nostrils. Yes, yes. Uh, I think it's also the fumes of this bath. Are oh. Getting to me a bit. Yes, the, the maybe the smoke from the fire underneath. Well, Yes, it's a nice hickory flavor. Yes, never mind you worry. Just let breathe it in. Let the noxious fumes. Ah, okay. Take you in. Well, I have to ask, uh, how did you get involved with zoos in the first place? In Susan. your love of animals? Well, I loved animals. I loved wrestling them. And I was, a, as a young lad, as a young lad and as an old lad, <laughs> loved going out with my papa uh-huh. on his excursions, uh, and yes, and then le- learned to love to wrestle them. Then, turns out I quite had love of fine exotic meats. Oh, okay. And, uh, so I, in an effort to <laughs> satiate myself, I worked very hard to travel around the world and get ah. the things that I needed to live my life lovely. So you once got a taste for a certain type of cuisine mm-hmm. that you don't get often elsewhere. Oh, so. no, yes. I mean, like, you wonder why we only have one of every animal at the zoo. I was curious about it. I mean, I thought it was, you know, you sort of, the less there are of things, the more valuable they become. That's one way to think of it. But... But let's just say, when I leave a country, I leave with several animals. Oh. When I arrive in this country, I arrive with several animals. Ah. By the time I get to the zoo, maybe there's only one left. Oh, I see. So, now if I'm putting the pieces together, it sounds like you gained a taste for something. Well, also, just as an aside, I'm sorry I have started to take on your cadence. (laughs) Just a bit. Quite all right. My personality is quite infectious. It is. It is. Uh, but it sounds like that you... So, as a young lad, perhaps, you got some exotic Let's just meat? say that Harold's mother was quite tasty. No, I don't think there's another way to... Well, I guess, actually, there is another way to read that. But. <laughs> Keep in mind, I did not fuck her. Well, you don't have to. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> I do not like the implication here. I'm simply trying to say that I ate that elephant. <laughs> okay, literally. <laughs> yes, of course. I was not trying to be cagey about this. Like I said, the only cages in my zoo are the stainless steel ones. Ah, so you literally ate an elephant and other exotic animals. You, uh... Of every animal that you see <gasps> in this zoo, every... I have eaten their brother, sister, mother, or father. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Yes, the hyena was quite unexpectedly delicious oh uh did it cause you to laugh no no it did cause a great deal of diarrhea though (laughs) i guess the last laugh was on you the hyena got the last laugh the hyena got the last laugh yes on my bowels (laughs) (laughs) oh so you have maybe climbed the food chain as it were. Oh, I am an apex predator. I hunt with my hands. Not even a tool needed. I scratch with my claws. Wow. Now, is there any animal like a Komodo dragon that you haven't had that you would love to eat? Hmm. Well. <laughs> you know, what's... I, I'm just trying to wonder myself, what like what is the most dangerous game out there? Oh, that's pretty easy. It's Strip Monopoly. <laughs> mm. I always go for Marvin Gardens. <laughs> I think that's the first one. 
Point of pride. Yeah, strip monopoly in a Russian mafia. Oh, with the Russian mafia. I see. That's pretty dangerous. Yes, but then you can't eat that. No, I tried to eat a leather shoe once. <laughs> Boiled it. This is when we were trapped in Antarctica, and that's all I had. A leather shoe, mm-hmm. top hat, uh, racing car, mm-hmm. a thimble. Yes. You tried to eat all those things? Mm-hmm. Ah. Didn't work. Nope. Found a polar bear, wrestled it, ate its child. <laughs> I was able to subdue the parrot, so that one was going in the zoo. You would never have lived till you ate fresh polar cub meat. Ooh. Oh, and it had just eaten a fresh baby seal. <laughs> so it's like a turducken, but of cute Arctic animals. Oh, yeah. You got the nice seal blubber. You got the... The tender cup meat. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that sounds good. This is quite good. Numbs the tongue and the lips. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> but you, you must be chasing a high, then, I would assume. I've had almost every type of meat except for one. Oh, gosh. That sounds so unfortunate. I'm yes. so sorry about that. I do hope you can get it. Well, I have to say, how are you feeling right now? I know that those uh, you don't sound great. No, no, I... There's something been going on with uh, this bath of mine here, which putting me into a bit of a state. Here, have another martini. Oh, thank you. Ooh, this is saltier than before. But let me put another bouillon cube in there for you. <laughs> oh, thank you. It's like a little bit saltier. Uh, oh, I'm, I... You, you you dropped some in the bath, but I guess that's okay. Uh, uh, just a few. Yeah, uh, that, that's okay. Uh, you know what? I've got some business to attend to on the other side of the park. So why don't you stay here and relax? I'll have Harold come in and spray you down with his trunk. Just don't get your dick get anywhere near that thing. <laughs> I've got security cameras everywhere, and I'll know if you do, the alarm will sound. We've got a special <laughs> AI crypt things. We don't let no perverts into this zoo. No, no, no. Well, <laughs> don't you try any funny business, Mr. Donaldson. Okay, uh, I won't, I won't. But he'll get Harold over here to spray you down with his trunk. It'll feel magnificent. Ooh. If you've never had a good high-pressure shower, it can't even compare to this. Ooh, I'm so looking forward to that. Uh, I mean, this is making me sleepy and great. I might just fall under this water and let it, let it go. Let it yes, boil. let it fall over you like a Grecian waterfall. <laughs> That's classic. <laughs> Oh, this is so good. Uh, okay, I, I, well, I'm on to my segue off to chop some carrots, onions, and maybe some peas. <laughs> okay. Uh, and also to consult with my head chef. Oh, for the zoo. Right. <laughs> so, farewell, Donald. I wish you many lucks in your endeavors. <laughs> and I'm off on my segue. Goodbye. Oh, there, there he goes. He rolls away. Uh, very dapperly dressed, too, as a sort of safari outfit. Okay, uh, well, I'm going to try to stay awake, uh, see what happens next. I can't wait for Harold to come. Um, okay, I will. Okay, uh, oh, it smells great. Something smells delicious. Well, for, but that's a different story. This is Ronald Yeah.